Back when I first started in the field of journalism, it wasn't unusual for me to be sent to a coal mine or a coal-fired power station to photograph and report on the massive machines they were using. I'd then drive back to the office, hand a roll of 35mm film to our in-house darkroom for processing, and then sit down at my manual typewriter to write my copy. That copy would then be sent to a typesetter, where it would be married with my processed photos. And a few days later, my words and photos would appear in a printed magazine. Those manual typewriters and film cameras are now considered collectible antiques. Typesetting isn't even a job anymore, and almost all of the UK power stations and the coal mines that fueled them are now gone. And that change hasn't taken place over centuries or lifetimes. That change has taken place within a working career. A working career that, hopefully, still has some more years left to run. Now, as much as I enjoy a trip down memory lane, I'm sharing all of this as an object lesson on the passage of time, as a reflection on the unstoppable march of progress, and as a warning to anyone that currently feels comfortable in a career and an industry that could oh so easily just go away. And also, I'd like to ask a very simple question. What if demolition just stopped? Now, I realise that such a suggestion sounds ludicrous, but it's most certainly not without precedent in the field of blue-collar occupations. Just look at the UK coal mining industry, an industry that fuelled our industrial revolution, but that was rendered a relic in the space of just a few decades. And there are massive similarities between the demolition industry of today and the coal mining industry of yesterday. And there are even greater similarities between the cause of coal's demise and the very real threats now facing the demolition world. A desire to meet environmental targets set in place the Large Combustion Plant Directive that effectively rendered the UK's fossil fuel power stations obsolete. Without demand from the power stations, coal consumption fell from 157 million tonnes per year at its peak to just 18 million tonnes in 2016. As a result, the UK coal companies withered and died as power stations switched to alternative fuel sources or just closed entirely. In 1920, the UK coal mining industry employed more than a million people. By 1976, with the advent of mechanisation, that figure was just a quarter of a million. By 2015, the UK coal industry employed just 2,000 people. All of that took place in a period of just 30 years. Coincidentally, the UK is aiming to become a net zero nation in exactly the same time frame. And the similarities between the coal sector then and the demolition sector now do not end there. Although a need to safeguard the environment formed the battleground for coal's last stand, the weapon of choice deployed against the industry was planning. Make no mistake, the UK still has viable coal deposits, but with the spectre of environmental controls hanging over the industry, planning permission to work those deposits became harder and harder to obtain. Compare that to the calls now for the carbon emission implications of any new demolition or construction as a prerequisite to planning permission, and it's clear that the weapon that ultimately beat to death coal could so easily be turned upon demolition. And if anything, the UK demolition industry is even more vulnerable to such an attack. 
The coal industry was huge and hugely influential. In fact, it was so powerful that in 1984 and 1985, it went toe-to-toe with Margaret Thatcher's government in a brutal strike against colliery closures. Coal lost, but it was big enough and powerful enough to bloody the nose of an especially powerful UK government. The demolition industry carries no such heft and no such influence. With a sweep of a pen, central government could withdraw planning permission for any construction requiring demolition, and there would be nothing, absolutely nothing, the industry could do about it. And in the aftermath of the COP26 climate conference and a publicly stated desire to do more to protect the environment, the blocking of a demolition could be viewed as a quick win. Let me be clear, I'm not sounding the death knell for the UK demolition industry. It's a sector that still has much to offer, not least its ability to clear the path for future progress. But we live in an age in which the need to safeguard the environment is considered to be of paramount importance, and in which everything else is now considered secondary. I know what you're thinking. There's no way an entire industry could just vanish in the space of a few decades. Such a thing would surely be inconceivable. And I'm sure the typewriter manufacturers, the camera filmmakers, the typesetters of the print world, and the coal miners and the power station workers of the 1970s and the 1980s felt precisely the same way. 